six miles out with Sparky Three. Hope you're having a phenomenal day today, whatever day you're watching or listening to this podcast. Uh, we got both the boys in here this week. We got Zach back. Zach, how you doing? How you feeling? I'm doing good. What's going on? Not a lot. Just really busy playing. Played a little bit of TFT the past couple days with the new stuff that dropped. Uh, so having fun with that. That's why you asked. I assume yeah. that's why you asked. I assume I for, something I, dropped. I looked it up earlier in the or like on Monday. I was like, what is that happening? Oh, it's happening. I'll play that. So I wait, did. is it a new set or just it's a... the mid set? Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. So I've been having fun with it. Uh, I won my first game this morning. Uh, whenever I was uh, you know getting my car worked on, I was playing on my phone. I won my first game with. Uh, uh, drawing a blank on on the like the pirate the piratey set like the the Bilgewater or whatever that, okay uh, one with that one that one is honestly just really trolly oh Bilgewater has a set again yeah Bilgewater has a set and it's just like fucking a giant ship just comes in and blows everything up <laughs> so having fun I think with I that I remember looking at that one that one like when they when I read through the announcement I was looking yep. I was like man those trait numbers look ridiculous <laughs> they are man is it what like twelve. <laughs> No, no, no. I mean, like the the damage, the, the damage that you oh, get gotcha. for having it as you continue it's to like, stack them. Yeah, I think it's like at three they take damage, and then after a couple seconds, right? Yeah, a cannonball hits them, and it's like a couple hundred damage for the initial yep. hit. Pretty much every round for me, the actual like cannons and the boat was the one leading my team in damage almost every round <laughs> like because I, I i ended up getting pretty much everyone i got i i did i got every one of that class i got all seven characters uh so i'm seven of nine uh for the stack and, and i'm telling there was just a giant ship that just came into the battlefield and just, just blew everything up and i'm like oh this is easy so that's probably gonna get nerfed anyway yes yeah, been playing some tft but uh john how are you i'm all right i've been in a <laughs> i came in in a mood i've been <laughs> i've been having internet problems it's been pissing me off <laughs> Hopefully you can get fiber sometime in the future. I know your pain very well, my friend, and I wish you the best. Yeah, that's like we've talked about before. It's like 80% of the time it works perfectly fine, but the 20 is just inconvenient. Yeah. If there's anyone else out there that has internet that does the same shit like that where it works the majority of the time, but whenever it doesn't, it's the most inconvenient thing possible, please let me know. You know, let's just all get some Fs in the chat because that is unbelievably frustrating. And the exact company that John uses, I once used as well. So I understand your frustration. So they're watching a video like a little bit before I came over, probably like an hour beforehand. And it just pauses partway through. I'm like, what the fuck happened? And I looked, my internet was down for like five minutes. Oof. <laughs> no reason. Just just cause. Just happens. I understand, dude. I, I hope you can get Viber soon. I hope for your own <laughs> mental sanity. Uh, but anyway, uh, so for today, of course, we do have State of Play and Nintendo Direct, both of which had happened on the same day. Uh, going to touch on those. Uh, going to talk about the Unity uh, software situation, because that was an interesting thing that popped out this week, uh, especially since as of now. Still haven't backtracked. They're still, they're still doing it. They put something out where they're just like, We'll give everyone like so much money or whatever, but like the actual plan itself is not changing. So I don't know. It's a shit show. There's a lot of games that could be impacted by this. So it's definitely a very interesting conversation. Uh, plus really whatever else the boys uh, want to talk about, what they've been up to. And then we just have uh, multiple things throughout the uh, weekly wrap up. Uh, but first and foremost, one thing I'll go ahead and get out of here now before I forget later on. Uh, next week, uh, I won't be here. Uh, I will be traveling for my girlfriend's uh, little brother's uh, football game. He's a starter. 
I uh, got some college offers and stuff. It's a pretty big game next week. So I'll be traveling out next Saturday to watch the game and support. So the boys will be holding it down. So make sure to stop by, hang out with them. Because I'm assuming both of you guys will be talking about Mortal Kombat. Uh, well, that's possible. <laughs> but you forget on, that payday, what happens. payday 3 comes out next week too. Payday 3 or Mortal Kombat. I really don't care which one. Either way, the boys are going to be holding it down and talking about whatever they want to talk about. Uh, but then after that, uh, the show will actually be on a break for the next two weeks. After next week, uh, I'll be going on vacation. And, uh, you know, I didn't really want to ha- make anyone, like, deal with the audio bullshit, whatever. Uh, last year, Zach Hell set for me. He took care of it, and I appreciate that. But honestly, full transparency. We're taking a break for two weeks. I'm trying to delay when 150 comes out because I've got something I'm working on to celebrate episode 150 of Game Setics. I'm simply trying to delay that out a little bit. And uh, the two weeks that I'll be out of out of state felt like the uh, probably the best time to do that. Uh, but then we'll be back after that talking about whatever we're going to talk about, um, whatever pops out in the next you know the two weeks that we're off and all that stuff. But uh, you, know, you know what, Alex. What? Last week, you asked me when I thought there was going to be a state of play. Man. And I may have said, before the end of October, I'm counting this as a win. This is a win. <laughs> this is a win. I mean, the statement's not technically wrong. This is a win. I'm, I'm counting it. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a win. We, we got it. We got it. No, the one thing that was interesting about that, you know, uh, I was like simply trying to put something else on the thumbnail. Yeah. That's all I was yeah, doing. I figured. Yeah, like I knew there was rumors of a Nintendo Direct this week, whatever. I've been following that one. But State of Play, I mean, obviously I've been following rumors for like a month that there was another State of Play coming at some point. But I didn't actually hear anything that it was going to happen this week. I just threw it on the title just to have a conversation. Because like, oh, well, Direct may be happening. What about State of Play? But it was funny because it's like we do that and then I'm not shitting you, man. Like. Monday, Tuesday, like in like Wednesday morning, I'm just seeing all these other YouTubers spin up like stay to play, stay to play, stay to play. I'm like, oh damn, look at that. <laughs> damn, look at that. We may have been ahead on the curve, kind of guessing on that one. But no, that's a win. We 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 we, we said it. We, we that's a win. We got it. <laughs> I mean, you one out there in the darkness. We'll get one this sometimes. Yeah, every once in a while, once on a blue moon. Um, so shout out to that. But yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, let's actually jump into the state of play. Because uh, I, I basically broke it down into basically the few highlights. Um, there's only there was only a few. first up. I assume you watched it. Yes, you watch it. <laughs> I read an article. I didn't do either. Well, I, 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 I knew I, you guys. Didn't I, watch I, it. I, I, I'm, I'm, I, I know you guys enough. That I just got to do. Don't watch. I just got to do a run of the room every time we go hey, through this. Hey. I didn't watch it live. Though. I will say the, I forgot about here's it. Here's the problem: is if I don't watch it live. You're not watching it. I'm not watching it. What I do is I go look at an article, and I'm like, okay, is there anything here that catches my eye? Oh, let's go watch this trailer. I'm going to be honest. I was off that day. I saw it pop. I had the opportunity to watch it and went, fuck that. (laughs) Terrible. (laughs) Terrible. (laughs) Bad. I had had a day off in two and a half weeks. I immediately went, fuck that. Bad. (laughs) Uh, I mean, it was all right, though. I mean, I, I, I forgot it went live, if we're going to be completely honest. I, I was working uh, around when it would uh, went up, and I completely forgot about it. I, I watched it, like, uh, about 10 o'clock that night. 
Uh, I mean, it was okay. Uh, I will say interesting choice leading off with uh, Baby Steps. Uh, I know I mentioned it before the show to him privately. He didn't remember it. But for anyone that does not remember that game, it was revealed over the summer, basically about a man-child who's been living in his basement who gets teleported out of his basement into you know an what's open funny? world and, and he learns to walk again. You know who's the developer of that game? God, I did. Who? The person who also made Getting Over It. Did you look it up? Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. That's why you got to play it. Well, I'm not, but... <laughs> I'll gift it to you. Cool. You got to play it. I don't. It's for content, man. You got. I mean, when you play Alan Wake, sure. <laughs> All right. Challenge accepted. <laughs> uh, they yeah. said that a year ago, too. <laughs> Relax. I'm going the remastered's to come Wake. out, too. I'm going to play Alan Wake, okay? Relax. Um... But yeah, interesting choice leading off with that. But okay, but no, the main highlights, of course, Spider Man Two. You know, had a had a big trailer there. Lots of information dropped, just showing off the map size, all the different costumes and everything. Uh, shout out to uh, Tobey Maguire's uh, black suit being in the game. That's cool. Uh, they, you know, they did say it's gonna be like over sixty five suits and stuff. I'm wondering how many are new, how many are. I, I don't expect every suit from the previous two games to come back, but I expect some. You know, so I'm kind of curious how many are coming back, but. Um, and then each suit has like you know multiple color variants like that. They, they mentioned something about like customization for the suits, um, you know. But you know that they said it's just like you know you can have over two hundred combinations on the site, sixty five suits if you can fully customize them. I feel like you'd have a lot more than two hundred. So I don't know if it's fully customizable. So it's probably preset customized. That, yeah, like there is four preset colors for each suit, but like uh, you know again I don't I don't you know the way it was kind of portrayed is like you can fully customize them. I don't I don't think that's the case. But, no. Um, no, the game continues to look unbelievable they showed a nice shot of like the lizard boss fight um you know of peter basically sliding up the building trying to pull him back i mean it looks insane uh this trailer definitely you know graphically looked even better than it did before i thought it looked good but i know there was you know there's always going to be those haters out there bitching you know about graphics or whatever but you know th this one looked tremendous a tremendous amount better uh than the pre even the previous one that we had over the summer uh, and then you had a very nice little surprise announcement. One that I don't think any of us saw coming, <laughs> I was going to say, I actually saw an article about this and read it and went, what? Yeah. A Tales game getting DLC? They don't do that. Yeah. They don't. I mean, most Tales games DLC is like costumes, yeah. item sets. They don't actually get full story DLCs. Yeah. Co yeah. Cosmetic DLCs are one thing. that's That's been around for a while. Yeah. But full, like, post-story... Post like content that actually continues the story i mean that that's unheard of for a tales game i was yeah. about to say this is I think, as far as i can recollect this is the first ever dlc we have usually it just comes I, out in like a i did standard edition of something or another where they yeah. just release a new edition of the I, game i did see uh an article that that did that did basically say the same thing it's like this is the first like official story dlc yeah for the franchise uh and i gotta say fucking nailed the timing on this because it's been like less than two weeks since it's, i've been sitting there going man i should play tales of arise again <laughs> and now he has a reason to yeah so now now i gotta start a playthrough yep november 9th man it's, it's not far away either. i mean that's actually a really nice drop too because yeah. first they blow the tales community away with a dlc and then they're like yeah, it's coming out in like a month. Yeah, that's that's the that's that, the real that, nice thing. It's that like, just calls to John in every way. It's like it's great because they they announce it. It's like okay, well, great. Now I have now I can go back and play the game again. 
And it's just far enough away where, like, casually playing it, I can get through everything I want to get done. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That's a... Never would have never would have seen that coming, but nobody would have very welcome. Yeah, it's a very welcomed announcement. Only thing that makes me think is we just gonna be a couple more years for another Tales game. Probably <laughs> that. Yeah, I mean that's also that's true. the unfortunate thing. And yeah. I mean unless it's just the unless they're just kind of like hey had the idea of hey let's do this for the first time and then that'll kind of because it's been two years. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like that'll maybe that'll hold people over for another year or so before we have the next game release our next anniversary game basically and yeah, hopefully we, it doesn't we, like flop like Synth- as symphonia did i mean there's so many versions of symphonia i honestly don't think it matters yeah. right i mean that that game's been released a bunch <laughs> yep i think it, it's the tales game that has been released the most because i can't think of any that has comes close to it at the moment uh, the only potential one would be Vesperia, but that one—that's just because of the edition that came out like a, a couple years ago, that was released everywhere. I think that's still only the third time Vesperia, because it was the original one. It got upgraded to um, Xbox One and PS4. And then I don't remember what the last version was. Was it PC release? It was PC, and then. Yeah, I know it came to PC, and I, I think it came pretty much everywhere that was available when it came to PC. Okay. And then Ziphonia, I think the last version of it was like the fifth or yeah. fifth so, release so, of Symphonia is way out in front. Yeah. Uh, let's see. The next thing that I personally shouted out as a highlight was Avatar Frontiers of Pandora coming out You still going to try this? Yeah, I'm going to. Uh, my... My impression of the game, and it probably—I don't see anything changing this impression—is this is going to be a seven out of ten game that looks unfucking believable. Like that's my going. That's what I, I think. This, that. That's what I think this game is going to be. Like it's going to be visually unbelievable. Like in terms of just like the world and stuff. Like I'm not saying the graphics can be like, oh my god, the most realistic thing ever, but yeah. just the world, the environments that you're in is going to be so breathtaking, so like immersive and stuff, but the game is going to be mid as shit. That's what I think is it's going to be. <laughs> but I do want to play it. That's depressing. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. Dude, there's nothing wrong with those expectations. <laughs> I mean, there <laughs> isn't. That's it's just depressing. I, I just don't, because this is Ubisoft, man. I just, I, it's going to be a Ubisoft game with avatar paint yeah. on it i mean it's gonna yeah. be mid yes also based on the little we saw it doesn't look anything special yeah i'm telling you i don't think it is it's I just did. going to be visually appealing ubisoft got all their hits out and they're just continuing with those and then we get other things they have their format and they're going to continue to pound that format in the ground it's that simple so yeah either way i do plan to play it in december when it comes out it's on my calendar uh but i'm just fully expecting a seven out of ten game uh, and then it did end off with Final Fantasy VII Rebirth with a release date. Uh, I forgot to grab it. I think it was, what, end of February, I think is what it was. Uh, so that's actually not too far away, so shout out to that. Um, you know, I still have yet to even play Final Fantasy VII Remake, but hey, shout out to Final Fantasy VII Rebirth getting its release date and stuff. Woo! Shout out to that. Um, and then the rest of the stuff, like I said, Baby Steps. Uh, we had Roblox coming to PS4, Ghostbusters VR, Resident Evil 4 VR, uh, Resident 4 uh, DLC Separate Ways, Ghost Runner 2. The Deep Earth Collection, which is new controllers and plates. Uh, it's like a blue, a red, and a silver, but you can't convince me otherwise from that general like video. The silver, to me, just looks just like the normal PS5. I, it's like the slightest bit different, but whatever. Hey, Zach. 
So by the time they finish remaking Final Fantasy VII, what year do you think it's going to be? I mean, because this is going to be the second one without another offshoot yet. Yeah, yeah, um, that's the key word. May have another and it, offshoot. And it was 2018? Is that when the remake came out? It, it's I don't remember. around that time. I don't remember. Um, I mean, if they're doing it, because I don't, I never actually played remake, so I don't know what content it added and what it was technically be about. But if they're doing one for each disc, um, 2032. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that seems about right. I was just, I was just wondering because it's like people, every time they show something off, they get the biggest pop from all the fans. But I'm, sitting, I'm sitting here and I'm like, I mean, I didn't play the original. I played, I didn't finish the remake, but I, I played, it's like I played through most of it and I'm like, it's all right. But y'all got some nostalgia really carrying y'all here. Oh yeah, FF7 is super nostalgia. I mean, most, I'm going to be honest, most FF games is very hard nostalgia. Um, I mean, they're still enjoyable. I mean, I have most of them and I've played through most of them. Oh yeah, I mean it was. It's a fun. It's a fun time to play, but it's one of those where I'm like, man, I don't. When when it's coming in installments, I don't know how you continue to get that excited about it, knowing it's gonna. That like what? you're gonna play through part of the game and then have to wait five or six more years. I'm be honest. I mean, I did actually see a bit of the trailer of where the, uh, Sephiroth stuff, which was actually really nice. Um. I'll be honest, I mean, it is just nostalgia thing, and I think it is just the fact that 7 is one of the more held-up ones there, and just solving what we got with the remaster of added content, redone content to a better extent, and just the hype of what else will we get, what other extra content will yeah. we get, how nice will old content look now. Yeah. I guess it's just from the perspective of someone who never played the original, yeah, I it's endlessly fascinating to watch people get so excited, knowing that it's going to be the middle section of the game. And uh, we're it, hoping it, they uh, make give us more for the middle section. Yeah, it's just one of those where I'm like, I, I, I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get how do you, you get that excited over that over like part of the game, right? But I mean, you're getting it, and you know you're getting the final version, but it's going to be a few years. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's still cool. It's just fascinating to the me. The real question is, so once we get all three parts and whatever other side stories, how much is going to be the version that has all of it in one set? That's going to be the great question. But that's going to come as a collector's edition. Correct. Yeah. Where you get uh, like statues and maps and stuff and everything with it. Fancy so, still case. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You're going to get a fancy still case with no games in it. No discs or anything. Nope. Digital uh, code. But it's going to be fucking pricey. Yes. Oh, yeah. No, uh, the game came out in 2020. So the next one... See, the thing is, like, for the next one, would they launch it at the tail end of this generation's lifespan or just the beginning of the next generation's lifespan? That's going to be the question because I'll dictate when it comes out. You know what I mean? Because I think the next generation will probably come, like, to 2028, I think is what it's going to be. I would almost think they would still put it out on the tail end and then do another version for the next gen. Okay, kind of like what they do with remake then. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, maybe twenty twenty anywhere from twenty twenty eight to twenty thirty is when the next one will come out. Twenty thirty two. 
That's yeah. I in my head I was thinking twenty thirty. Yeah, somewhere in that range is when it's going to come out. Or is it, it's like that's that's when we're, that's when we're going to have the complete edition. Yeah, that's when that's when you'll have until the, we get the complete edition. I do not consider it done. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Which is where that thought came from. I was like, how did I don't know, but it'll it'll be it'll be fun to see like like we were talking about the full edition and see see what they end up throwing together with that because i would right. assume it would be the set of remakes maybe yuffie stuff i don't know if they would add ever crisis to it i feel like they would just for the full full feel of it you know but because it's a whole prequel thing and a whole separate story i feel like they would leave ever crisis out yeah that's fair yeah yeah that'll be like a, a secondary purchase you can tag on with it yeah there you go <laughs> uh, last three things were just Hell Divers two, Hawkeye uh, RL for PS four, and then uh, the Sony's version of Splatoon, which is Foam Star. Is that what that is? Yeah, yeah. It's got it's open beta here at the end of this month. Uh, I think it was September twenty ninth to August uh, to October first. Um, but yeah, like I watched that uh, you know throughout that segment, and I, dude, it's it's Splatoon. It's Splatoon, well, yeah. but not with not with Squid Kids. I mean, that, that's what it is. Well, it was like when it when they initially showed that off, they had the character walk up on screen, and everyone went, "Oh, they're doing a Splatoon." Yeah, that's uh, yeah, hundred percent. That's exactly. So you just what it is. tell by character design. Yeah. So. Yeah. Instead of ink, it's foam. Yeah. So it's different. Completely different. I feel like they're a little late in the game, though. The other series has three goddamn games in it already. Yep. Yeah, but they don't have to worry about making it like high res graphics and everything, make it look realistic. <laughs> and that's what makes it stand out. <sighs> you know, Splatoon is for the kids and uh, you know, during the day and, and then Bump Stars uh, is for the men. Yeah, the Bump Stars <laughs> is for the men after the kids go to bed. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> well, I want to commission that now. That's uh <laughs> Without I, a just, shirt. <laughs> I just see a four panel down of a kid plays with a tune, their parent kicking him off, and they go away, look, and just see foam stars yeah. on the screen. <laughs> it's, it's foam stars time. Let's go. <laughs> oh, geez. Uh, no, overall, though, uh, State of Play was okay. It's still not this big one that everyone's fucking talking about. At this point, I'm convinced the big one doesn't exist, but I mean, it was fine. I mean, God tells a rise for you. Yeah. That's pretty sick. Spider-Man still looks great. Avatar looks 7 out of 10. And Final Fantasy fans got, you know, got spoon-fed their stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Overall, they, they, not bad. They showed Final Fantasy, so everyone was happy. Yeah, so that alone boosted up a lot of points. So uh, Next up, we had the mid-Nintendo Direct. So oh, The mid-Nintendo Direct. Yeah, the mid-Nintendo Direct. The Nintendo Direct, if you will. I guess you didn't shit. like this, huh? Oh, man, it was so fucking boring. <laughs> I did watch this one live, and oh man, I was bored out of my mind. I don't care. We get a remake of Thousand Year Door. That's literally the only positive. Like I was, uh, so I was typing up a message right of my full play-by-play reaction of this that I sent to Josh because me and him were talking about it beforehand. Okay. And uh, my final statement was still mid direct. Lord have mercy. This is mid D minus before Paper Mario, C plus after Paper Mario. <laughs> uh, but like to give you an example of just like how crappy this was, like the fourth and fifth game 
was like I think the fourth game was some Forza Nintendo game. Okay. Uh, and the fifth one was a music game. I wasn't really paying attention. I literally typed my message. Wasn't paying attention. What car game is this? Oh wait, I don't care. And it's like some music game. Don't care. And then after that was the fucking Spy Family game. Uh, oh yeah. So what the yeah, heck even is Spy that? Spy Anya, where she's just making a photo album. That's all you do is you're making a photo album. You go to school. You you have family time in the afternoon. That's it. That sounds yep. wholesome. It it's does very, sound wholesome. It's very wholesome, but man. I'm going to be honest. For the first Spy Game to the West, it's sort of fitting. It is very fitting. A very wholesome game. I mean, people will enjoy it for sure. Uh, but no, this Direct was... It could have been an email. <laughs> this is one of those that could have been an email. I mean, it's... it's, it's You're too- not excited about the new F-Zero? That is cool, as it is the second thing that I have on the highlights, F-Zero. The fact that F-Zero... Got something. Got something is astonishing. <laughs> like I was, I, I shout out the reports last week on the show that there were, you know, the, the credible leaker was saying F zero something was coming. The fact we actually got something is truly baffling. Uh, but no, I mean, this direct being mid though is not surprising because this this is very likely the last Nintendo direct of just the Switch era. The next one that we have will probably like introduce the next console, and then we'll get into Switch Two and Switch uh, Direct era. So, like, I mean, it basically went out on a whimpering fart. Uh, the the Direct era for the Switch, but yeah, Paper Mario Thousand Year Door remake. Um, you know, looks looks great. A lot of a uh, lot of general enhancements. Apparently, they're adding more to the game in some capacity, like just general bug fixes and okay. just, yeah, quality of life stuff. Uh, so that's super cool. Uh, one thing that I was curious about, I want to go ahead and throw this out here now for a quick conversation just because I thought it was, I understand the argument in almost every scenario. One of the most notable ones that we have harped on on this show over the last month is Red Dead Redemption 1. But I saw a thing from, I think it was Switch Force, who put out a video about, um, you know, with the DS remake of Mario and Donkey Kong and Paper Mario Thousand Year Door remake priced at what they are, from them being a GBA game and a GameCube game that Nintendo is price gouging. And I'm like, that is so ungodly inaccurate for Thousand Year Door. Because, like, yes, it's a GameCube game. I get it. 60 bucks though. I was lucky to get my near flawless condition of Thousand Year Door complete in box for, like, 85 bucks. Lucky that I got it at that price. How is 60 bucks price gouging well, when it's more readily available, cheaper than what the alternative is, and you can even take it on the go? I don't the, view that as price gouging. The, you got to think about it. They're, they're it, well, not, maybe not necessarily them, but people will, be, will inevitably think about this as, as like, well, I remember like two years ago, I went to my local game store and I saw it for like 20 bucks or something like that. Because a lot of these, it's like uh, a lot of these games in the last couple years the the retro games like especially some like Nintendo stuff that has gone up in price dramatically uh so a couple years ago it may have been like 20 30 bucks for them now so people see them at 60 it's not not everything heck <laughs> i'm speaking i'm speaking generally He's the biggest retro hey, owner one here. Zach, there are exceptions to every everything that I'm saying. There, there are games out there that I know that you've bought that blow that out of the water. Correct. I'm yeah. talking in a general sense. These games that get brought up, people may look at it and say, "Well, why are these games sixty dollars? These games, these games probably weren't even sixty dollars when they came out. Why are they sixty dollars now? It's because they fucking can, and you're gonna buy it. 
Correct. Like, I mean, what you- my big thing here, which I agree with you on that and just overall uh, remakes and things like that, the fact of the matter is they're questioning Nintendo. Yeah. This right? is Nintendo's formula for the past decade. Yep. Several decades. They re-release something. They put it at a standard price. You buy it. I think uh, one thing that uh, I didn't watch their video, so that's on me if I'm off on a lot of their video, but I definitely saw all the reaction on Twitter, plus them defending their take on Twitter. So I got enough of a gist of what they were going for. But one thing that that, that kind of bought that bothered them about this price is the fact that Metroid Prime Remastered was launched at forty. The Pikmin one and two co you know combo was launched at forty. That Dude. was that was their kind of basis of of a complaint, and I'm so still just what like, are the, what were the games that they were talking about again? Thousand Year Door and uh, Mario versus Donkey Kong, because that's a remake of the GBA. Yeah, game. there's there's a key very difference there. Mario remaster versus remake. Remake, yeah. Remake is a new game. Remaster is the old game brought yep. up to new to to like current standards or Nintendo current standards, right? So it's a very big difference there. A remake has a full team dedicated to completely remaking the game, mm-hmm. which means it's going to be a new game price. Right. Remasters sometimes <clears throat> come out as new game prices, but typically we want to see those a little bit cheaper. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's like that's the looking at you, Red Dead. It's like fucking Red yeah. Dead, man. It's like that. <laughs> that's the biggest takeaway there is yeah, a remake versus a remaster. The remaster should always be cheaper than the remake. Yeah. No, I mean it was just baffling me that that take, especially when you look at the the thousand year door prices. I saw people pulling up on Google and like a quote tweet. It's like, yeah, let me just go buy thousand year door on GameCube real quick, and it's like three hundred dollars, yeah, hundred eighty dollars. It's like, yeah, let me just go just buy that real fast. No, I'll take my mean, sixty dollars. I copy. feel like the guy's take was just unfortunate because of the chosen games. Yeah, I know that, that, that's kind of what I yeah. would say. It is. Typically, a lot of the games that Nintendo will come back and re-release or remaster yeah. or something. You could go down to your local game store and get it for like 15, 20 bucks. I feel like his take on the Mario vs. Donkey Kong's probably accurate. That one I think is probably fair. <laughs> then then again, since it's a whole remake, it's probably going to be an entirely new kind of game versus what we know as Mario vs. Donkey Kong. Yeah. From the GBA. GBA. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now the funny thing is like how he put his initial tweet up that started all the fire where he's just like, I was about to lay down to take a nap and this idea popped in my brain. So here's a video and I'm like, Man, you should have just laid down and take that nap. <laughs> <laughs> you should have just let that, that idea go to bed with you, Bubba. Unfortunate for him just because of the take he did on a game that most people, even non-collectors, know is as expensive as all get out. Yeah. Um, I f- probably feel like his take on the other one is probably fair. Yeah, it probably is. But hey, you know, at the end of the day, though, I mean, I realistically speaking, A-plus content. People are talking about interacting with it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, did his be job. Fair. <laughs> it's a getting interaction and traction on Twitter. He did his job. He may have not gotten the attraction he wanted, but hey, it's hey, something. It, it's something. Hey, that's content, baby. Uh, but yeah, F099, though. Uh, you know what's so funny about that? When I was talking to Josh a few days prior about the direct and what could possibly be there, and I told him that apparently something F0 could be that. I've told him, it's like, it'll probably be something fucking stupid like F099. So like my in my reaction text, I'm like, holy shit, I called it. Uh, but so um, F099, it looks pretty cool, though. Shout out to that. Uh, new trailer on Mario RPG. Still looks incredible. Very excited for that one. Uh, Princess Peach Showtime. I actually got a full look at this game. Title, release date, everything coming out in March. 
that was one interesting thing about the entire direct is all the release dates. You know what I mean? Like being like March and stuff, um, you know, or February, like those first couple months, because like I've been, you know, I've, I've been hearing a lot of conversation that like March is a very interesting month to watch for, for Nintendo, because like it's either one of three things is going to happen. Either it's like going to get the reveal of the next console, um, either release of the next console, which I don't think so. Um, or that's like apparently a cutoff deadline for Nintendo to developers to get games in for launch. Uh, I've been hearing March is an important month for Nintendo for the next console. So, you know, everything kind of releasing around that time, it kind of makes sense and it's just kind of fascinating. I did see that when it came to Luigi's Mansion, Dark Moon got another kind of a full look at that, you know, remake, remaster, report, whatever you want to call it, up to the Switch. That one's coming out in the summer. So I thought that was kind of interesting, but I don't think that it really indicates anything about the next console. They've done cross stuff for, for years. It's not a really big deal. Uh, like I said, Mario and DK got the Zelda and Ganondorf Amiibos, uh, Sora Amiibo. Uh, so now all Smash Amiibos are complete uh, once that comes out. Shout out to that. Uh, the final DLC for Mario Kart 8, um, Unicorn Overlord was an interesting one that caught my eye. Uh, this is a, a 2.5D uh, tactics game by Atlas, and it actually looked pretty cool. Like, it's over like 60... Published or actually developed? I think this was... <sighs> That's a great question. It might, let me look. I'm, I don't remember. I know Atlas is, is involved with the game, but I don't remember if they developed it or not. But either way, uh, the game did look actually pretty interesting. Uh, like it's got like over 65 unique characters and stuff. Uh, just big old, you know, uh, let's see. Unicorn Overlord. I think it's developed. I think it's developed by Atlas. Okay. So, yeah, Tactical RPG uh, by... Yep, it is uh, uh, developed and published by God Second dang, Atlas. Weird ass games. Yep. So, because there's a shit ton of Atlas games that are just that has Atlas name on it. It's a bunch of random things they came out with. Yep, Sega's publishing Atlas being the the dev. So, now it actually looks pretty cool. That was one of the few random ones that kind of caught my eye. Um, Euden Chronicle, is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, that one getting a new game. I've never played one, uh, but the Tron trailer- Game Pass. Uh, the trailer looked pretty sweet for this one. What are you looking so. at me for? He said Game Pass and immediately look at me. Can you blame him? Yeah. Why? There's no no need for that. <laughs> <laughs> no need for them shots. I guess I should have kept it on Alex seeing as he's the one who said he wants to play it. I mean, yeah. Um, no, I mean, it, it looked it looks pretty sweet, though. Um, uh, from there, the rest of it, uh, Splatoon 3 side order that led off the show. Um I, I, I will say, while I'm not interested, the concept for it seemed really interesting because what they're going for for this DLC is that it is basically like in, you can play it in an infinite amount of times because it's like you're essentially taking a roguelike and putting it in Splatoon. That That's literally what they're doing. Um, but no, I mean, shout out to that. I mean, it look, look, looks kind of cool. I won't check it out, but I mean, I, I definitely acknowledge where like, okay, that's pretty sweet. Uh, Prince of Persia uh, did get a trailer. I don't know if this was news... That it's coming to the Switch. I don't remember if the original reveal had Switch logo on it, but either way, already sold on this game. Uh, like I said, there was some car game, some music game. I don't know, Spy Family game. Um, it was he was done trying to care about out. about this direct. That's the worst part. Is that's like literally the fourth and fifth game, <laughs> and I was already like, all right, yeah, this sucks. Um, 
Then uh, Trace Memory, another code. I, I think it's called. I think it's another code, but they mentioned the game Trace Memory. But another code, uh, I think Recollection is going to what this is going to be. This is a DS game that is getting remade, as well as a Wii game that never came over to the West. All being ported into one little collection. Uh, looks like a, a pretty interesting narrative ga- uh, experience. Might look at it eventually. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, new Saga, uh, Tomb Raider, uh, first three games getting a collection. Uh, and you can turn off old graphics and a new remastered graphics, so gamers of today can experience the triangle titties. Uh, so shout out to that. Uh, Detective Pikachu 2, uh, Trombone Champ, which, oh my god. This, That's what this, you've been excited for, no, right? No. <laughs> this is when I was tuned out, is when it propped up in, in the like quote line leading to the trailers, like, this game is a real toot, and I'm like, Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> he forgot he was watching a direct. Yeah, yeah. at that moment expect, is when I'm just he like, expected oh, all god. seriousness. Um, it looked so bad, <laughs> and I'm watching the game, and I'm like, dude, this feels like you're in like a middle school music class. You <laughs> realize that's the game, right? I that, know that's who it's targeted at. I know, Lord. Um, next up, we had uh, Battle Crush, uh, which looked kind of interesting. It's a shame that no one will probably play it. It's free to play, um, but it looked it looked kind of cool, but no one will probably play it. Uh, War Tales, uh, Contra Remaster, shout out to that. Contra getting remastered, you can flip between like up-to-date graphics, old graphics, so that's pretty cool. Uh, they showed off a thing with the Nintendo Museum that's opening over in Japan. Uh, there's also Xenoblade 3 Amiibos, uh, Bandletail, uh, a new new game, also shout out to that. Uh, WarioWare, God, I'm tired of these fucking games, dude. Give Wario the game he deserves, man. Give Wario another Wario Land or a Wario World. Those are the games that he deserves, not these stupid fucking WarioWare games. Uh, Eastward gets a DLC. Uh, Wargroove 2. Didn't know there was Wargroove 1. Yeah, that's a fun tactic game. Did not know that. Uh, Dave the Diver coming to Switch. And then a new Among Us maps. That's basically the Cordyceps, in my opinion. So, bunch of mushroom stuff. And that was the Direct. Mid as shit. Definitely could have been an email. This is this is one of those ones where it's like, do what John does. Yeah, just you, go read you, an article. You wish you wish you did what I do. Yep. It's like I, wa- I, I wish watched, I read an article. I watch directs that I know what it's exactly what it's gonna be about. <laughs> oh man, this one was a rough one. This one was a rough one. This one, this one took some. Because even the ones that you like are focused on a central point, still hard to watch sometimes when it's not just them talking about directly what's happening yeah no this one was a rough one this one was a, a rough 40 minutes to set through like i said it's uh if this is like the last direct of uh this current switches era that's they're going out in a whippering fart <laughs> i mean this one was boring as hell but i mean what do you expect we're at the end of a generation yeah it's, it's all right uh, all right, next, let's uh, let's get over to Unity. All right, this burning pyre. Man. Ooh, buddy. Sure. I, don't, I don't see the problem. Calm, <laughs> calm down. Tell calm that to down. the three developers who've already said, hey, our games are gone on this date. Yeah, January 1st. Cult of the Lamb is one of them. Yep. Cult of the Lamb said, come January 1st, they will delete the game. R.I.P. Uh, yeah, from being purchased. Such a good game, too. Uh, no, uh, for, any, for anyone, for some reason aren't familiar unity uh, is a engine used for a lot of games it's up there in the realm of like the carbon engine unreal engine stuff like that it's just a general software that a lot of developers can have easy access to get into fairly easy to learn for the most part for uh, for anyone who really wants to strive to be a game developer 
Uh, but they recently, just this past week, they released a new paper install plan that will begin January 1st, 2024. Uh, the fee applies when both revenue and download amount is hit. Um, so man, just across the board, this is like, this just really fucks over a lot of indie developers, you know, just with the approach they're taking for this. And it's all broken down, you know, basically per the plans that you can purchase or have for free or whatever. It's like the unity personal and the unity plus, for example, uh, 12 month revenue and install threshold, 200 K. And once that's hit, it'll basically be 20 cents per install. doesn't matter how many installs like it's 20 cents if you have one 20 cents if you have a million you know you're you're gonna it's gonna be 20 cents across the board if you're on the per personal or the plus plan which that can rack up a lot of money really quick and they have it that way to try to also incentivize you to get one of the higher tiers further paying them more money uh because like the unity pro the 12 month revenue and threshold is one mil uh, and then for the installs, it's like one to hundred K it's like 15 cents, uh, 100 K to 500 K, uh, 0.75, um, 500 K to 1 mil 0.03 and then 1 million plus like 0.02. And then the enterprise, which is like, you know, this is what, uh, big studios are pretty much going to be having. It's like the 12 month revenue installs is still a thousand. Uh, and then the price just goes down just a little bit. Like, you know, one to, uh, 100 K is 12 cents. 100K to 500K, 0 0.06. Um, 500K to 1 mil, 0 0.02. And then 1 million plus 0 0.01. But like, I mean, it, it's still going to rack up money pretty quick, especially if you're not on the enterprise plan. And as of now, like I said earlier in the show, they've yet to back down from this announcement. They're still planning to go with it. And the funny thing is, you got to keep in mind, Unity apparently is currently run by former EA CEO who introduced leap loot boxes into FIFA back in 2009. So this feels very fitting. Um, apparently game devs that are signed with a subscription service are free from the fee. However, uh, the service instead will be charged. So if unity, you know, if they've got a game going to game pass or PlayStation plus unity will go to Sony, unity will go to Microsoft and ask them for payment. Uh, which good luck on that one. I'm sure Microsoft and Sony are going to, or Nintendo is going to get right fucking on that because this also counts for demos. Demos count for this. Yeah. Uh, so like, you know, uh, I know Nintendo doesn't have a service like Sony or Xbox, but like, you know, Nintendo does have the game trials, uh, that you can download for. So that, that counts for this a hundred percent. Uh, and then, you know, just some notable titles that a shout out like Hollow Knight, Silk Song, Cult of the Lamb, Among Us, Pokemon Go, Pokemon Brilliant, Diamond Shining Pearl, which they've sold like over 20 million copies. Yeah. Uh, Tunic, Outer, Outer Wild, Citizen Sleeper 1, and the second one that's in development. I know Zach's a big fan of that first one. Genshin Impact, Honkai Star Rail, Marvel Snap, Fall Guys, Cuphead. That's just starting a list of pretty notable games that this engine's built off of. Yeah, because this affects any game ever made on Unity, not yes. what's currently being made or going to come out. Yes. Anything that's already released that made on Unity is also being affected by this. Yep. So, like, even games that developers may no longer be around. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, this is such a shit show, man. Of And the fact they haven't backed down from this is honestly astonishing. But, hey, like I said, it's one of those things where that, that EA CEO is just like, oh, I'm sure it'll be fine. Then they have to close offices because they got a credible like death threat. <laughs> hey, in terms of money making ideas, fucking top tier brilliant. In terms of working with people who are actually using your engine and whatnot, eh, pretty big dumpster yeah. fire. Yeah. I mean, that's basically what happens when it's like when the person at the top goes, Yeah, 
you know, we, we're kind of we're kind of like an industry industry standard. They have to. It's like they kind of have to go with us, which charge the shit out of them. Which, if you look at it, I mean, it seems like not a lot per charge, but the fact of the matter, it's per install. So anytime it's installed, people uninstall shit all I, the time. I was gonna say I'm the worst person for this too, because I will I will install a game, play it for a day, uninstall it, and then like three weeks later, download it again. Yeah, so, I mean, this can rack up excessively quickly just because of that. I mean, because it is every time it's installed. How they're tracking that, I'm not sure. See, I'm not sure either, because a lot of people immediately brought up concern. Oh, great, a random person that fucking may hate our guts may install, uninstall, uninstall, uninstall. And, like, they kept, like, Unity kept copying and pasting the same statements like we have special things to prevent fraud you know to detect fraud and we know when that's going to happen it's like are you though are you though like i don't know i don't know how the fuck they're tracking it because i mean really the only thing i could really see that make this just a little bit easier on unity is just having full transparency of how this system is going to track things and whatnot to developers i don't think it would help the situation a whole lot but it would still give more peace of mind to developers and things like that. Yeah. I mean, I think at this point for peace of mind to developers is uh, they're just going to pull their games and move to a different engine. I mean, at this <laughs> point, yeah. I, I saw some uh, some people making like, you know, like general like, you know, comments about this where it's just like, you know, the next uh, Hollow Knight that's been in development forever or whatever, you know, that uh, someone made a joke that said now it's going to have to get delayed even further because they're going to have to move it to another engine and apparently like the lead developer of that game liked that that comment and that person that put up the original post like i'm sorry guys <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's not wrong i mean it's a very shitty thing for developers and whatnot i mean it's sort of like um a lot of people are jumping ship <laughs> i mean my comparison to it is from a couple years back patreon yeah whenever they changed the whole subscription fee thing and like it was going to charge any patrons like several cents for each one of the someone was subscribed to their patreon account and whatnot mm -hmm. which it was a giant shit show it was a very similar thing of just um people who were give, giving money to patrons was going to get charged like a cent amount for every single one and people immediately started taking away all their patrons and whatnot because like they had like one dollar patrons and whatnot and they weren't going to get charged like 10 cents for a $1 thing mm. when they have like 50 of them. Right. Uh, and one thing I thought was funny because this is what you need to do. The best time to do it is uh, Unreal immediately jumped in on this. Oh, I bet like, they did. Oh, yeah. They, they're jumping at, they're jumping in on this and putting their stuff out. It's like Unreal is pretty easy to get into. Here's a little tutorial for you. <laughs> you know, it's just, you know, um, Carbon Engine is another engine that's used for a lot of different things mm -hmm. as well. Uh, and basically, the, the the man who basically made the Carbon Engine himself, uh, MVG Modern Vintage Gamer, you know, he put out there that yeah, Carbon Engine will never do this. Like, it just it just won't. It's it's just stupid. It's bad for gaming. It's bad for the gaming industry. Uh, and now since this happened as well, Unity's like I think gone down like thirty bucks on their stock prices. Not surprised by that at all. <laughs> they're, they're <mine. laughs> I mean, I, I I don't know, man. This is like again, this is the same man that introduced loot boxes. So who who's, this why are we surprised? may be the death of Unity. That's that's what's unfortunate is that this could be the killing point for Unity. You know, in the past couple of years, we've seen examples of like, like, game dev companies pissing off their player base, thinking that they're too, like, they're too much 
of an immovable force. They're like people will just deal with it, whatever we do. And then really learning quickly, that's not going to happen. Now we're seeing it on the other side. Yep. Now we're getting to watch like companies go, what are they going to do? Go use a different development software. And then they're just seeing the response. It's like, I think they're either going to have to back down or like Zach said, this is, this is going to be the death of them. Yep. I agree. And honestly, I, I, I don't know if they're going to back down, man. I really don't think they are because they released, uh, you know, multiple follow-up statements where it's just like, they're not even attempting to back down where they're just like, uh, we apologize. You know, clearly we're not thinking in the right direction as we've seen studios do this when they've done, make some dumb yeah. decision. No, they're just like, there's a lot of confusion. Here's a here's a, a full breakdown of why we're doing this. It's like you're not helping your case. Here's, here's, a, here's a full breakdown that's gonna make you just as mad. Yeah, because like the article on the site, whatever, like it was originally just like a pretty short article, like here's what we're doing, whatever. And then the edited article, you know, has you know, for articles it has a little thing at the top tells you how how long of a read it was. Uh, so like the original article is like a two, three minute read. And now the new article is like, this is a 10 minute read. <laughs> like, yeah, I bet it fuck it is. <laughs> 10 minute read just to further piss off your developers. Uh, but no, I mean, I think this is the death of unity if they don't back out, but Hey, shout out to unreal though. Unreal's fucking sweet. <laughs> like I'd rather just everything be on unreal anyway. Uh, unreal in terms of like the software, the engines that is just available for anyone to use. What engines Baldur's Gate on? Oh. I don't remember. Would it be Unreal or just one of their in-house? I'm trying ones? to think if I, it is. I don't think it is Unreal. No, it's their it's their engine, I believe. Okay. That's I just what don't I remember thinking. what it's called. Let's see. Baldur's Gate engine. Oh, Infinity Engine is what it's called. Okay, cool. Yep. I knew it wasn't any of the standard ones. Yeah, yeah no, this it's let me look up Infinity Engine. Is that just like an in-house one for them? Let's see. What is the Infinity Engine? See, when I look it up, I see Baldur's Gate 3 Engine Divinity 4.0. Because it's 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 their own... I think it's kind of their own thing they've been developing. Uh Because, like, with the way they... With the way they make their games and the like the interaction, especially with like different elements in that. Yeah. It's like they kind of, ha- it's like they took a step back and had to kind of create their own engine and system to be able to do what they wanted to. And I was sort of thinking that because I could, I remember Larian not using a standard development uh, software. And it almost makes me curious with Unity going this path and with seeing the possible death of Unity right now, would other studios reach out or even put out their own development software for others to use for a price? That's a great question. Some, absolutely not. No, others, yeah. maybe. It's, who would it be? I, I, I don't know. That's why I thought it might be a thing of others developers reaching out specifically to that developer rather than developers actually putting it out, hey, we will start selling our software. Yeah. Mm, that's a good question. Or the other way, would more developers look at making their own software for use. That's also a good question. Kind of like the carbon engine. Yeah. I don't think that would, I, I feel like would be my Hail Mary just because there is softwares that there, are really I, usable. I feel like if that's, if that's the case, it's going to be more smaller studios, more yeah. independent stuff like 
Alarian where they're building it speci- like they have an idea of what they want to make and they're building it specifically for that or their setup yeah yeah because it's like Larian they they make a type of game so they built their system to make that type of game <laughs> kind of like Bethesda with their engine yeah so it's like I could see like a company that's more focused on one type of product being like okay let's come up let's design our own thing to do this better i could see that happening but overall like i don't see a lot of especially big developers doing it. yeah as i said that's my hail mary just eating into the universe thing but now that'd be interesting though because there's a lot of great engines out there you know frostbite does pretty well um you know the uh forza forza tech engine mm-hmm. is pretty solid um whatever bethesda engine they have i mean it's, it's solid no yeah. doubt it. especially the new revamped one starfield is the first game under the new engine um so i mean yeah I mean, that, that would be an interesting thing though but no i mean the, the, this very is likely the death of unity unless they end up backing out like later this week or you know a couple weeks after but i don't know man with how with how they they i mean they stood 10 toes down when the backfire started coming in so i don't know if they're gonna back out even with stock prices going down and stuff i don't know if they are gonna back out uh which shout out to that i guess <laughs> this is gonna be a dead-ass company <laughs> in, in, in a couple years so unfortunate unfortunate but no that was that was a hell of a funny shit show to follow on uh, you know on social media this past week just all the the backfire from it everyone across the industry kind of just jumping in you know again like we mentioned earlier like uh devs <coughs> threatening to delete their game off services to be unavailable at like cold to the lamb and stuff uh being one who knows what's gonna happen with silk song who knows what's gonna happen question. with hollow knight you know second game question about how that's gonna work if they delete their game from being able to be purchased what about the people that have already bought the game that's a good question because they should still have access to it so they be st- able to install are it. they still yeah. gonna be charged or like whenever somebody installs that based on how unity talks yes they're unless, gonna find any way possible to unless get money whatever way they're tracking this requires access into that system's downloads yeah because the only other thing there would be similar to how pt worked so once it was off the market it was no longer downloadable so anyone who bought it and has access to it, we about to, to we about to learn a lot about how digital games work. Yeah, yeah. If this goes through <laughs> and yeah, people start are. removing their games off service. Yeah, it's going to become very we, quick. Yeah, we about to learn a lot. We, we <laughs> yes. might we might we might be realizing real soon that people aren't going to like digital games because it's very bringing that question up. There's very likely going to be a second backlash depending on how that works. Yeah, if, if either by the player base or by the game developer base yeah it's like there's either about to be a bunch of unhappy players or some developers that are not going to be too happy just because they're going to continue to have to pay for installs and stuff yeah. for it. yeah but if they if they delete it and the game ends up being gone for people oh that's gonna be bad yeah. that's gonna be a, that's gonna be a whole second wave that's gonna be so that's gonna be some spicy conversation come beginning of the year for us <laughs> oh boy no you're right we're gonna find out real quick about the digital game stuff <laughs> just cross your fingers that unity holds the line so we can have some gigantic content come the beginning of the year yeah facts <laughs> facts oh dude 
what what a wild situation this past week has been with the unity stuff. So I'm I'm gonna be continue to watch this throughout the week and see how it goes. Uh, anything that you boys want to want to chat about? Anything you guys have been up to? Anything special? I played an hour of Starfield. Oh, okay. You Look actually played you it. Look at you go. that. I had an hour. I went. Fuck this. <laughs> Not for you. <laughs> yeah. Immediately, my thought process was, "What am I doing?" Okay. Yeah, not for me. I'm gone. Peace. <laughs> yeah. So I, I bought I, Digimon Survive. Hey. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I immediately closed out a wow. star. I immediately closed out a star went to marketplace and went, oh, there's stuff on sale. Hey, Digimon Survive. Oh, boy. <laughs> John is so pumped right now. Bought it for 30 bucks. <laughs> That was John's biggest uh, pitch about Black Friday last year. Did you want to survive? Went on sale for 15 bucks. And as soon as I got down to it, John's like, what a deal. That's, that's, <laughs> the best, that, that's, that's probably the best deal that came out of that whole thing. Um, I'm going to be honest. It's held strong because all the reviews now, uh, almost a year later. Oh, yeah. is consistent. So people got over the whole visual novel aspect of it. Uh, see, I... I will say, just going on a tangent about Digimon Survive, it hit a point in the game, like kind of in the middle of it, where I, I, I had the moment where I was like, man, I'd almost be K if I didn't have to do these battles. Yeah, I remember you saying that on an <laughs> yeah. episode. Yeah, you, you got to a point where you were just done with the battles completely. Well, it was just... Did you did you end up beating it? No, I haven't beat it. <laughs> but you, you made it most of the way. I made it halfway through. The there It's like there was... There was a point where it felt like, uh, where like you were you were almost static with all of your Digimon for an extended period of time. That felt like it was a little too long uh, before you kind of got to get to the next stage. Mm-hmm. But that being said, the the visual novel aspect of it carried it pretty hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, good for you, Zach. Hopefully, you enjoy it. We'll see where it goes. I've per- currently been playing, putting too much time into Heretic Fork, so. I have only played Path of Exile. <laughs> as much as you're allowed to because yeah. of your internet. Oh, I've been struggled. I've been struggling <laughs> my way through it. It's been <laughs> it's been pissing me off. It is it is it isn't very frustrating playing that game with uh like inconsistent internet. Hmm. But I've I've been making it work, but no. Coming up soon, I am going to be revisiting old game, older or games that I've left behind. Okay. Or revisiting games like Tales of Arise. So okay. I'll be I'll, I'm gonna be going back to uh, back to some stuff. What's gonna be the first thing you go back to? Probably Tales of Arise because it's got a DLC coming out All right, fair <laughs> in like a month and a half. Any chance you're gonna go back to Cyberpunk soon? Since the new thing's coming out, yeah, I was about to say it's it like a week, out? right? Next week, I think it's next week. I think it is too. Yeah, I think they put up the twenty first. I thought it was supposed to be end of this month, like the like. I thought it was supposed to be the Tuesday that I left for vacation. I just know they've released uh, several trailers and teasers yeah. this week for but it. But I saw a date on Twitter that was the twenty first. I'm like, is it releasing early? Like, do they bump up the release date, or is this like an early access thing? Because I swore it was the week that uh, right before I left for. I vacation. just know Phantom Liberty will be out here in like a week or two. So I mean, if it comes out is next that, week, I may actually, I is, may actually check. Is that, that out. supposed to be like? Is 
is with the DLC, is it recommended to do a new playthrough or have the game beat and then play it? Uh, if you just want to do the Phantom Liberty, I think you need, I think it's probably your best intention to have the game beat. But to my understanding, you can access it anytime. Uh, but yeah, just, because it's so well, a lot of, a lot of times with like, yeah, like, uh, you'll get at least some sort of recommendation of it's like if you want to do it because I'm curious because I want to it's on it's on my list to play through I have it downloaded yeah uh, personally I would do a new playthrough because of how much they improved the base game that's what I was wondering but from my understanding the whole Phantom Liberty thing is like a side story to the main storyline so I mean it's put in there like hey we're gonna go do something else for a moment. So it's not like a outside experience. I mean, you can play it if you've already beat the game without yeah. much issue, just maybe oh, slightly yeah. odd. Yeah, no, I was just wondering, because I was going to do a new playthrough anyway. Yeah, but I was just wondering if I wanted to delay it until Phantom Liberty came out yeah. or do it beforehand and then just play through it. But in terms of chronologically, it's taking place during the main cyberpunk story. Yeah, I'll probably wait for it to come out and then play it again. If it comes out next week, that's I may been, check it out. That's been my intention from the beginning because I almost started it like six months ago, and I was like, "Wait a second, what's the point of playing it right now? If I'm if that's gonna make me not want to play it when the DLC comes out, right? <laughs> Too much stuff. Fair. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff coming out right now. Um, I got to try to figure out how to play Tales of Arise, and then I got to play Cyberpunk. But then Payday Three comes out. And Spider-Man comes out. How'd you like the beta? Because I saw you and the others jumped on it for a little bit. It's a little janky as fuck. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but it did uh, feel nice with some of the new features and things that, like that. That's one thing I talked about is uh, like trying to, do, trying to do the heist quietly is interesting because the different stuff that you have to do yes. is random spawns. Yes. Which, is, which makes it interesting. And it makes the stealth portion of the game a lot more interesting compared to at least when we played 2. I don't know if they changed it, updated it all with... Uh, later releases, seeing as we haven't played in like eight years. Yeah, but it was it was interesting. We didn't end up doing a a silent heist mm -hmm. uh, during the beta. We got pretty close. Uh, we're like we we were starting to get pretty close to it, but we didn't end up getting it done. We ended up getting someone ended up getting seen. So we did. We probably did five five to seven. Uh, runs yeah, and failed one. That's not bad. Mm -hmm. uh, My main takeaway from the payday was just the fact that they got rid of the whole heavy and light system of how well, armored or gunned up you are. That I think that's going to be... I don't know if, if we really know that necessarily because we didn't see... A, we didn't have a whole lot of like armor or anything. I mean, there was there. just couple variations and i mean you're freaking you call in a grenade launcher how do you do that so more or less once you get up that bar which charges by doing successful picks or killing people you just hit i think it was v was the main the default key and just randomly what was the what was the what was the original key <laughs> was, it, was it was that was that bound to anything else uh i don't know because i rebound some shit and i didn't know i never knew how to how to do that and i was too too like Stubborn to look it up. I, I say it's V. I only ever used it once because I mean, it really wasn't necessary unless you were on overkill. Yeah, no, we, uh, we, we, I mean, it was pretty fun. I mean, it wasn't too, at least like on 
base difficulty, it wasn't too hard to get anything done. Uh, even on base difficulty, though, you you can very much get overwhelmed. Yeah. Very quick, especially in the final aspect when you're trying to get to the car and get out. Yeah, no. If you're anything like, you know, the average payday player where you have to take every single bag and every single bit of money that you exactly. possibly Exactly. You Dude, know how, how how'd you how'd you like the lock picking the safety deposit boxes now? It's uh, so much better. It's so much better. <laughs> so much better. And then, then there's also perks if you go into the tree that's focused on stealth and lock picking, that makes it even quicker. <laughs> yeah. Because I got into a game where I had someone else who had it and where more or less if you hit the action key once and immediately just unlocks it. So me and him went through those lock picks like nothing. <laughs> those safety deposit safe deposit box was nothing. Yeah. I'll, I'll be I'll be excited to play the game when it comes out. Uh, I'll probably be picking it up on Steam. Yeah, but that's the next week, right? Yep. Yeah. So yeah, I'll probably be picking it. up I think on it's Steam actually available in early access right now because it has. It was like if you bought the gold edition, it was like three day early access, and it comes out on the twenty first, so Tuesday. Okay. But yeah, it'll be. Oh, I see. It'll be fun. Not the twenty first. Whatever Tuesday is. I want to see the other heist because. I do want to see the other house. I'm curious where the story is since Bane supposedly became president and we have a new handler lady. Yeah, I don't know. Because Bane was the guy who yeah. was always in yeah. your head. Yeah. It, it'll be... It'll be fun to play. I'm curious about... Really, I kind of want to see, like, like you mentioned, like the light and heavy armor. Mm -hmm. I want to see what options we have on the full game. Yeah. Because uh, we only we had like seven weapon choices or something yes. in it. Uh, I got rid of the assault rifle very quickly. I was the shotgun guy. How do you feel about them allowing... This is now going to be a payday cast for everybody. Um, <laughs> before we even get close to ending the show. Um, the fact that you could buy weapons multiple times for different customizations. Didn't notice that. Okay. Cool idea, though. <laughs> cool well, idea. Though. Well, actually, it's it's cool idea, bad implementation. Because if you want to have something like that, where you can have various iterations of it, you should just be able to have presets on your weapon. Correct. That you can do with it. I didn't notice that you could do that. Yes, that uh, was the first thing I noticed when I hit level two and could buy the shotgun. Is that I bought it and I could still purchase it. I went. That's why it gives us so many slots for each thing. So we can customize the weapon multiple times for different loadouts. Yeah. I mean, strange, but I guess it makes sense. Like if you want to, depending on how trying to do the heist quietly in that, if you yeah. want to have different setups for your weapons. Cause you have loadouts and then you have different weapon setups. Yeah. And then also thank God money's not going to be a grind. No, you get money super fast. But, uh, Oh, what was I gonna say? The um... oh, what'd you think about having a like having to make sure that you stocked up on like medic medic bags, ammo bags, or something like that? Because if you if you went into the highest and selected one, yep, it's consumable. Yes. So then you have to go back to the store and buy more. Yes. Also, the the UI, like the the menu interface, mm -hmm. was was that? Did you find that annoying at all? Um, like just the menuing in game, a little bit. Um, it's bad if it's if, you're, if it's bad if you were doing co op. <laughs> was it okay? It was it was laggy. I didn't do co op. I was just so 
simply solo. So, I mean, it wasn't too bad. I did feel it was a little janky compared to Payday 2's UI that we eventually got to. Um, that, I mean, it wasn't a big hindrance for me. Uh, yeah, I will say I was a little surprised uh, that it didn't have VoIP. I was, it's like, it, it almost feels like it, it's a game that would work really well with it. Yeah. Understand why they might not want it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what the alternative is? It's a fucking, like, wheel of talking yeah. options, which I don't know how it was for you, but for for us, it just turned into trail of people sneaking down the hallway and every time you saw a camera four people pointed at yes it. so exactly a it's four people there's a camera you turn around go the other direction there's, there's a, a camera. camera there's a guard over there one person points at it and then everyone else goes yeah i gotta go ping that now the only thing i didn't like about that ping system was that and i don't know if there's perks or whatnot the lines are not necessarily visible through walls so even if people hit it you have to see it in your visible range so, like, if you walk through a door and there's a guard that someone's pointing out, it doesn't necessarily show you through the wall. Yeah. Which was sort of janky. Yeah. I assume some of that's just because it was, like, it wasn't, what they said was an unexpected additional beta. Yeah. So assuming some of that was probably old. Because they wanted to server test it. Which is which is what I was telling uh, Buddy I was playing with. I was like, I'm assuming this is old. I'm assuming this is going to be a little cleaner when it comes out. Hopefully. If not, uh, it's quality of life, quality of life update eventually. It's what patches are for. Yeah, it's what patches are for. I mean, overall, just from the initial bank heist and everything, the overall system and everything, I very much enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, we did a few runs and we we're like, okay, now we know what the ge- like how the game plays. I'm willing to buy this now. Still hate cloakers. Splinter Cell. The fact that those guys come out on e- easier difficulties now is sort of scary. <laughs> if you Dude, they just fucking they, like regardless of the enemy, when 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 it's time for them to show up, they will spawn from inside of you. Yeah. They will spawn <laughs> from everywhere. Cloakers don't care. Well, no, I'm just talking just in general, any of the cops. Oh, I never yeah. got that. Oh, no, yeah, no. I would I would be sitting there looking and they'd be like they're on the way, and then I'd see like seven guys just phase in, and I'm just sitting there. I'm like, "You guys normally don't come from this way." <laughs> I Me, mean, I did see that because like I did see all like the different spawn points they could come from because it very much when the assault happened, it was very much, "Oh, we're suddenly out of this garage, or we're coming down the street, or hey, we had a helicopter." Here. I was like, "What?" <laughs> and then you just get the they sent in a bulldozer. What? <laughs> <laughs> That the that the big charging dude? That's the big guy in the full heavy armor. If he's charging at you and one shotgun blast to the head and he stops. Yeah. And he pulls his gun out and then Well that was because that was always their weakness as you break their visor glass. Yeah. They uh, and then they and then they just take up a shitload of ammo while you're getting shot by everyone else. Yep. But it's gonna be a fun game. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Just a few days though. Yep. A few days. So yeah, next week you guys will just be talking about payday and maybe Probably. Mortal Kombat. We'll see. It's really pushing this Mortal Kombat. Yeah, honestly. MK1 probably. He sent us a message to Discord saying either y'all gonna talk about Mortal so, Kombat. Hold on, I hold looked on, at- hold on, hold on. Here's why there was a little confusion 
on my end of okay, when the yeah. game came out because yep. I saw a lot of people talking about it all over Twitter, the you know reviews dropping, yeah. everyone talking about it. And when I Googled Mortal Kombat to see the release date, like literally the first thing I saw, man, was like the base game, not even special edition, the base game at like a, a Best Buy. You know how Google has the shopping thing? It says pick up today. So I was like, okay, I guess it's out. That's as far as I went. Okay. So that's where the confusion came <laughs> Cause in. Because he, he said that, and I went, I know the early access started. I was like, I'm not paying $100 for this. Fuck that. I was sitting there, I was like, bitch, you think? <laughs> there was a confusion on my end of what I thought the game came out. Okay, I'm not paying, uh, paying attention to this fucking game. So, my bad. Also, it's really sort of dawning on me the new generation prices of when the best editions are all like 110. I'm going, damn, that's sort of rough. Right. <laughs> Uh, you guys got anything else? If not, we can hit the weekly wrap up. Get out of here. Payday cast is over. Okay. All right. Weekly wrap up. Uh, so the first thing that I wanted to shout out was shout out that uh, Pokemon Tail Mask is out. What is that? The DLC. What? Yep. It's a thing. I can explore more stuff on foot. <laughs> God, I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Josh has played it, and Josh says it's incredibly mid. Uh, that's everyone's reaction online. Is like, yeah, it's a thing. Wasn't the first one for Sword and Shield also mid? All of Armor was all right. Yeah. From what I've heard, it's like, uh, like casually not trying to like rush through it or anything. Kind of exploring yeah. around is maybe six hours if you're going really slow mm-hmm. before you've kind of done everything. Yeah. The most exciting thing to come out of the DLC is literally just we got confirmation of where the second DLC takes place okay. with, the, with the Blueberry Academy that's out in the middle of the ocean. Uh, apparently, it's in Unova. So that is the only thing that everyone's been super pumped about. It's like, oh, fuck yes. Black Gen and wh- 5? Yeah, because yeah, there's been all these talks of this, this Gen 5 game that's happening next year. So it's just like... Gen 5's happening. Like, this is it, guys. Look at this. See, we're going to Unova. This is so cool. That's what everyone's been excited about, not the DLC itself. Uh, the one thing that Josh pointed out that he thought was really nice about the Teal Mask is, like, while the the, the Indigo disc is going to obviously be based in Unova with the Blueberry Academy, uh, this one, he said, in his opinion, feels like, like Johto. Like, it's got, like, a Johto vibe. A lot of the same music, stuff like that. Just the general vibe of the area that you're in. So I was like, ah, oh, I mean, I guess if you're a Gen 2 fan, you'll have a great time. There's a lot of Johto Mons that you can catch too, but I don't know. I told Josh, and I've been telling him this forever because I have not had any excitement for the DLC, is that the absolute earliest you're going to catch me playing this is potentially when I'm going down to Florida, whenever I won't be driving. That is the earliest opportunity I might play it. (laughs) And even then, it's a big question mark because there's some other things on Switch I'd like to play. I recently picked up. Octopath Traveler? No, but I do want I do want to pick that up. Uh, I recently picked up the Five Nights at Freddy's uh, collection, the first five games, and I'm, I plan on playing. They that. made five of those. Yeah, there's more than that. Yeah, plus Security Breach, and the weird RPG that everyone likes to forget. I guess I like to forget the the entire franchise. I'm surprised you picked up FNAF. I didn't. I mean, I know you've been getting into horror games, but I didn't figure that was your style. Christina's a massive fan. So there you go. There's, gotcha. Yeah, there's your answer. Uh, plus, we're going to see the movie, which I am excited to see the movie. Um, right, there's a movie. There's a movie? Yeah. yeah it, out in it looks really good. The trailers look so good. Yeah. 
No, the trailers look good, dude. I'm excited. If it doesn't end up with a guy being put in a animatronic, it's not real. <laughs> you know what else is really good, though? One Piece. That's what I've seen. One Piece live action is actually really good. I mean, good. it got a season two. Podcast. <laughs> it got a season two already. I mean, this is the first anime to live action that's gotten a second running yeah. that's outside of the East. It's actually really good. <laughs> I mean, you can lie. It's not the wrong podcast, John. It is the wrong podcast. Because the two people who are on it are here. Yeah, yeah there you but, go. Yeah. <laughs> wrong, Shout out to Anime Plus, hey, baby. Wrong day. Wrong banners <laughs> around the video. <laughs> We can switch that. Honestly, with one <laughs> click of a button, I can make it go to the next one. It may take a minute. I don't know what will happen to the stream, but I can do it. <laughs> anyway, back to the weekly wrap-up, though. Uh, Ascendant Studio, which is the careers of Immortals Avium, has laid off half its staff. R.I.P. After Woo! poor launch and sales. Unfortunate. This is still a game I plan to play. I don't understand. I don't understand the, the thought process <laughs> or the reasoning behind. Right. It's, it's, it didn't launch. Oh, well, it launched. Well, I mean, it came out. I know. I but mean, yeah. In my, it, for, how, how much nobody's noticed yet. <laughs> exactly. I know. I have one uh, guy at one of my stores that I talk games with who has picked it up, and he says, "Yeah, he's it, it's fine. I'm yeah. enjoying it." And I asked him. The exact question that we talk about all the time. I'm like, is it a seven out of ten game? He's just like, yeah, I'd, I'd say it's a seven out of ten game. I'm like, yes. I'm on it. <laughs> See, that's, that's, he has no context of the show. I just asked him that question. Like, is it seven out of ten? That is our standard. If you don't yeah. know, folks. Yeah. So he's like, this, this is the problem. It it may have launched. Just nobody's known yet. Nobody nobody's realized. Thus, this, this there's no be... reason to keep these employees on staff, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. you got to start the next one. Season two. <laughs> like <laughs> One Piece. Yeah, exactly. Like One Piece. You guys are fucking terrible. Give it some time. You'll watch One Piece too. Oh, I won't. Yes, you no, will. No, I won't. Give it some time. <laughs> no, I won't. Give it enough time, and he will. He hey, will watch the live Hey, did you ever finish Moon Knight? Action. What was that? Give it some time, yes. <laughs> and he will watch the live action. Just Maybe. give it some time. Uh, all right, so the next up, EA is already cutting support on Wild Hearts only seven months after launch. Oof. Yeah, just... I'm not surprised, though. Yeah. yeah. I mean... Poor launch, you know. Shame, but that, that may have been... That game may have been Doom kind of timing of it coming out and everything. Fun game, though. But unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, there is a Like a Dragon Direct set for uh, the 19th. I don't so. know what to expect from this. I don't know either. I'll put it on the script for you next week, and if there's something cool that you want to chat about, there you go. But that expect is me to watch this. I imagine you'll go check out an article, okay? I imagine you'll go look at something. I mean, I might watch it. I'm off Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you might see something. Is Tokyo Game Show this week, too? Uh believe so the weekend 21st to the 24th yeah okay that's right so yeah tokyo game shows next weekend shout out to that as well uh starfield is getting dlss soon so that's cool uh, as well as a bunch of other random uh updates such as uh an eat food button all right i'm glad we're prioritizing things here i mean it's not like anyone's going to use it <laughs> yeah uh insomniac devs have officially moved to wolverine Woo! so i'm looking forward to maybe seeing more on that next year maybe uh, maybe no Maybe. <laughs> no. We'll see. Nope. 
there was an Apple showcase this week. Uh, the only reason this is on the script, because this was really fascinating to me, uh, with the iPhone 15 Pro, uh, it will be able to run AAA games natively, meaning you can download it to your phone and play it, not via cloud. And games they showed is Resident Evil 4, Resident Evil 8, Assassin's Creed Mirage, and Death Stranding. See, Nintendo? That's how you do it. That's impressive. Especially because they said natively. <laughs> that is very... Whatever chip Apple created for this phone, that's very fucking that impressive. That thing has better hardware than the Switch. Dude. I, I think I, everything has better hardware than the at Switch. At this point, yes. But it's a mobile phone. Yeah. Dude. That was released as a game console to Switch. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, even every other phone that we have right now could have could run all the Switch games better than the Switch. <laughs> this, this isn't news. I mean, the, it's not, but I mean, we got the, the fact that it can run some of some of these other AAA games. Yeah, that's it's like that's impressive. At, at 30 FPS, too. Well, now you threw out the FPS, man. <laughs> it's not 60. Now it's just going to be a rage of, it's not 60. Yeah, I know. Uh, the one thing I'm going to be curious about is like when someone's playing the one of these games. Who the fuck is going to be dumb? <laughs> yeah, see, that's fun. what I want to know, too. I have, Dude, I have how, questions. How big, how big of a fucking yes. drive do you have yes, on this phone? How much space are, is how on these How much battery phones? life does this fucker that have? That was my question. Is like When they're playing a game, like this, how quickly is your phone going to die? I have to know. It's going to last about 13.5 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. No, that that was whatever, man. Props to Apple wanting to get into the gaming space, maybe. Uh, one of the most random game announcements I've ever seen came out this week, and that was a Demon Slayer Mario Party. I don't remember the actual title of this game, but it's Demon Slayer Mario Party. When I saw someone tweet about it, they didn't have like the reveal video, and I'm just like... Is this uh, is this a meme or is this real? And I, I had quickly looked it up and I found it. No, it's it's real. There's there's a, a reveal trailer. It's when I say it's Mario Party, it's Mario Party, but it's Demon Slayer. So what whatever, man. I mean, okay, coming to Switch. That seems appropriate. So whatever. It's another one of those classic times of where it's like you know you know. Hold on, I'll give a little bit of props on something. We got an anime game that's not your standard bullshit fighter that sucks. Props to that, I guess. You know, Bondi Namco has done the same thing over and over and over and hey, over again. Hey, Shout you, out to something different. You can say it sucks, but you know what? You know what uh, Bondi says? It sells barely <laughs> because because they've said before they it's like are they are they making the games that they want to make? Maybe not necessarily all the time, but sometimes you have to make what sells. <laughs> hey, and, but they barely sell. You're going to tell me people played One Punch Man, a hero nobody knows, more like One Punch Man, hey, a game that nobody knows. It got two games. It didn't get a second one. Did it get a second one? I think it did. It got two what? games. I'm okay. pretty sure it got two games. All right, hold on. <laughs> what? I didn't know I got a second. I know. I also know. Also, you know how much of a crew they need to make these games? A fucking skeleton one. <laughs> I mean, basically... I mean, I, I guess also to be fair to the One Punch Man game, it did get nominated for Fighting Game of the Year because like two came out. Fucking stupid. That that category needs to go in years where there's not a lot of fighting games. That category needs to go. Um, but now you're making me question: Did it actually get a yeah, second one or not? Two games. <laughs> Whatever, man. Demon Slayer Mario Party. <laughs> Check it out next year. 
A little rumor here per Jez Gordon uh, that apparently the next Mass Effect game will return to linear format and not open world, similar to what Andromeda had. So more in line to what the first three games were, or really the second and third game. That sounds Uh, terrible. That sounds fantastic. That's what they need to do. Uh, And the last thing is uh, Xbox launching a credit card next year. Seems deadly. Seems motivating. And deadly. What's wrong with having a credit card? Well, I mean, in terms of having an Xbox credit card, that seems kind of deadly. When I can go up to Blizzard Activision and slap my credit card and when I'm going to buy you. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, probably. If there's anyone that would get a credit card limit enough to do that, it would be you. (laughs) What's your credit card limit? Microsoft's bank account? Basically. (laughs) (laughs) Basically. See, like, if if we, if, you know, when it comes to you, Zach, if we had to, like, pick a certain sort of, like, wrestling persona, you would essentially be like Ted DiBiase. You would be the million-dollar man. I mean, I'm okay with that, but why did it go to wrestling personality? I've been into wrestling (laughs) recently, so I thought of Ted DiBiase in this situation because you're the million-dollar man here. So... Uh, that's all I had for the week wrap up. Do you guys have anything? Any news bits? <laughs> no. I think we've killed all our bits for this show. I'm pretty sure we I ran got fucking nothing. I'm pretty sure we ran this show like an extra forty minutes because of all our bits. Uh, that's okay. That's no big deal. All right, we're gonna hit the music and we're gonna get out of here. Like, comment, subscribe, rate, whatever your platform allows. It does help. Um, yeah, I got nothing else. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah, do what he said more and uh. If you if you liked what you got here with us, then thank you. If you made it to the end, thank you. If you like what you see for some reason, come check us out. On, we do these on Saturdays about 6 p.m. Central Time. So come check us out then. Make sure to also check us out on our website, sparkythrough.com. You can sign up for free or sign up five bucks a month, and we'd appreciate that extra support. Uh, also, use our referral link down below to pick up some Rogue Energy. Use promo code SPARKY3 to get 10% off, as well as your referral link to go buy a jersey from our Agent Inc. store. Join the Discord, do everything and more. Uh, again, I won't be here next week, but make sure to come by, hang out with the boys while they talk Payday 3 and whatever else they want to talk about. Uh, and then after that, the show will be on a break for a couple weeks. So I'll be back in three weeks. Uh, hopefully everyone has a wonderful day and a wonderful next few weeks. And the boys will crush it next week. So shout out to that. All right. Bye.